this year's WrestleMania was important to you because it was kind of that full circle moment, as you've talked about before on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk. Um, for me, if there, I didn't go to this WrestleMania, but one one reason, one part of WrestleMania 37 being important to me was uh, so the very first time I went to WrestleMania. There was an FCW match. It was a little bit before like, NXT really took off, uh, at least of what NXT is now. But there was an FCW match, the Stars of Tomorrow, and it was Seth Rollins against Cesaro. And I didn't know who either one of them were. And my friend and I, we were rooting for Cesaro because Seth Rollins was from Iowa, and us being from Nebraska, we had to go against him. Uh, Seth Rollins got the win in that match. But it was, it was interesting because they said the Stars of Tomorrow. Fast forward a number of years, Seth Rollins is a champion, and I go to a SmackDown, and it was either Lincoln, Nebraska, or Omaha, and I think it was in Lincoln. But either way, the main event of that episode of SmackDown was the WWE champion Seth Rollins against Cesaro, and I said, oh man, this is a full full circle for me to uh, be at that FCW match at WrestleMania Fan Access and now seeing these two main event uh, show that I'm at against each other, even though you know, I'm pretty sure it was a non-title match, but even still. And what the icing on the cake from there for me was, was the fact that they went on to have a WrestleMania match against each other. And the only way that would have been the complete full circle for me if I was actually there at that WrestleMania and that's, of course, where Cesaro didn't really have much WrestleMania success. Never really won a singles match at WrestleMania. Gets the win. But that was a... Oh, man. It's time! Are you ready? Let's go! Welcome to Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Johnny Cadillac. And if you've enjoyed some of the past episodes of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk, where we've been in tournament mode, we've done the greatest wrestler of all time, according to Brian Blade. We've done um, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, according to Mongo from Cruising with Kayfabe. And then we've done the greatest tag team of all time, according to Johnny Cadillac. So if you've enjoyed some of those tournaments and you're in for a real treat in this week's episode, but this is uh this is my craziest idea yet, tournament wise. Um, but I will say I I was talking to after we did that intercontinental champ best greatest intercontinental champion tournament episode, I was talking to Mongo afterwards. And I told him the idea of what I wanted to do next. You know, Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk, I want to constantly think outside the box where I can. And he recommended somebody right right from the bat to be the guest for this this idea episode. And so I reached out to Jamal Gary. And here you are on your third episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast. Your third appearance here, I should say. And uh, it's great to have you on. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. What's going on, brother? Oh, not a whole lot. You know, just, I don't know. The more and more I've been thinking about this idea, I've had to put a lot of work into it and contact people, as always, to give me some names. But the more I've done 
and the more I've done to get ready for it, the more excited I've been. So uh, it's a crazy concept. I guess I haven't really explained what's going on, though. So, uh, but I don't know. You Are you up for the challenge? Oh, man, you know me. I'm up for any challenge, man, <laughs> especially if it involves some good old-fashioned pro wrestling. There Let's you go. And before we get started, I, I must say you uh, you impressed me. I mean, you're, you went to WrestleMania. We've had you on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk talking about WrestleMania. And then let's see, you went to Double or Nothing, and you have another another big trip coming up. Is that what I'm hearing right? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. It's been a crazy year. You know, did the Jericho Cruise back in February. That's went true. to L.A. for WrestleMania. Double or Nothing, Vegas. Love me some Vegas. Good times, good stuff. <laughs> But uh, I digress. And, uh, yeah, this one is going to be the biggest one yet. So I am going to All In. All In London. That's crazy. I'm, have you have you been to, like, Europe or anything before? Never. This is going to be my first, like, actual international trip. I don't know if going to the Bahamas necessarily counts. I guess it kind of sort of does. But, no, right. this is my first time actually flying over an ocean. Okay, there you go. No, and that's where I was like wanting to ask you ahead of time when I found out. I was like, man, that's incredible. I'm so happy for you, first of all. And I was going to ask you if you've been outside the country. And then I was like, wait, I've been on several Jericho cruises with you. Technically, we're always outside the country, especially if you get off the ship there, which I don't know if you have you gotten off the ship when we'd go to the Bahamas or would you stay put? Uh, On the first one, I did get off. I do do that. Uh, The second one. I do not believe I did get off. I don't think I did. Second one, no. Third one was that weird one, kind of that's still in the middle of the pandemic, so I wouldn't mess with any of that. Oh, uh, yep. And we all know what happened on the fourth one. Yeah, the fourth so. one, we ended up not having a destination. We just kept sailing. <laughs> yeah, so, that was interesting. Yeah, no, that's what I like to tell people is I've never, to this day, I haven't been outside of North America yet where... You know, I've been to Canada a couple times for other reasons, and I've I've been on cruises, one even outside the Jericho cruise. So I've been to Mexico and Belize, but never outside of North America. And one d- day that's going to change for me, but I'm super excited for you that you have this huge opportunity to go to a huge show in all in London. So uh, very happy for you, Jamal. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. So we, as of right now, we finally got a match announced. Took only about a few weeks or a month right. or so so they're, they're taking a sweet time with that one she's well yeah i'm excited man so anyway so we're here for another tournament and i guess i haven't really explained what's going on but uh this is uh my like i did mention my craziest idea for a tournament yet because you know AEW recently had two big things they had the forbidden door pay-per-view their second second year of that and they had the blind eliminator tag team tournament and especially the Blind Eliminator Tournament kind of took me back to the old WCW days where they did something called Battle Bowl, which was similar, but they would they would draw these names out of a hat or, you know, they draw names and always saw, like, rivals teaming with each other in these crazy tag team matches. And uh, the one I'm watching right now on Peacock from 1993, you just had to make it through one tag team match and then 16... 16 competitors then competed in a battle royal to determine the battle bowl champion. Well, so I go off of there, but more of a blind eliminator style where it's completely a tag team tournament to the end with all these randomly selected teams and then the forbidden door concept. But it's that one concept of forbidden door that 
I know so many wrestling fans would like to see if AEW and WWE could collaborate and do something together. So I went and I contacted a whole bunch of people, as usual, to give me some names to throw in. And then I kind of threw in the rest, of, the remainder of the names off the top of my head. So shout out to Mike Campbell, Mongo and Emily from the Cruising with Kayfabe podcast. Uh, former, well, still, uh, Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk. Facebook producer Ryan Johnson. Des Lorene, Zach Wiestwald. Jesse Esquivel, Walter Zalea, Sam Davidson, Frank Sukup, and Captivating Alan Lyric for helping me come up with a list of names to give. And um, where I, I think I think I said it before we came on the air. I can't remember, so I apologize if I'm repeating myself. But in past tournaments where I said, hey, I look at these as pairings, don't look at them as matchups, that's the exact opposite here. We don't even know. Jamal, I don't know any of the teams. You don't even know any of the participants in this whole thing, any of the 64. You probably have some good ideas because you have so many wrestlers in there. But this is completely match format. So I'm going to give you the tag team match scenario and then tell me who you think wins and then we'll make it through round one and go through the rest of the tournament. But um, yeah, so it's it's all current stars. There are a couple people who are injured who are in this tournament and this is a time to think about like current rivalries and storylines if that plays a factor in your decision making here. But these are all match based. So um, again, I asked Jamal, "You're still up for the challenge?" Let's do it, man. All right. So originally, I wanted to do like every every team had one WWE competitor teaming with an AEW star, and then I took a poll on Facebook. And the overwhelming majority wanted to see it completely random. So we might have teams of two current WWE stars. We might have teams of two current AEW stars. We might have tag teams of one AEW star and one WWE star. We'll probably have several of all three options. But let's go. I have a hat. Jamal, you can see that here on Zoom. So you can see I have a hat full of names. And I, I like that. I'll just draw. And uh, we'll see what we have first. So the first name. First competitor in this is Kenny Omega. Got a strong name right off the bat in AEW. So let's see who's teaming with Kenny Omega is... Oh, this is going to be a good tag team. AJ Styles. Oh, geez, Louise. (laughs) (laughs) How did we get this right off the bat? Kenny Omega, AJ Styles. Their first round opponents are... L... A Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And teaming with LA Knight is Matt Jackson from the Young Bucks. Mm, interesting. So we got Matt Jackson and Kenny Omega in opposite teams. Well, Matt Jackson's worked with AJ Styles a number of times too with the Bullet Club. Um, so it's a Interesting match, but Jamal, right off the bat, who uh, who gets a round one victory there? I mean, right off the bat, man, the spirit of competition and all four of these men, you know, love to compete and love to consider themselves to be the best and want to compete. But we're talking about straight up match here. I mean, come on. I mean, Kenny Omega, AJ Styles. I mean, that's the one dream match we still have left to see them perform on the big stage one on one. Don't know if we'll ever get that at this point, though, but I got to go with AJ Styles and Kenny Bike. God Omega. <laughs> I think they will definitely be able to get along as a team for sure. 
um, where we might see other things. Because I think L.A. Knight and Matt Jackson, those egos could very, very well clash with each other. Um, but yeah, AJ Styles and Kenny Omega, that might be a very difficult team to beat in this thing, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. All right, match two. Who we got? First name is... I can never pronounce it correctly, but Kanoke Takeshka, or whatever his name. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, Don Callis' guy, Takesha. Yeah. Takesha. I'm, probably, I'm, probably butchering, I'm probably butchering it now, though. But All right, so I don't feel so bad, then, if, if, if that makes two of us. All right, and teaming with Kanoke is Matt Riddle. So, okay. Interesting tag team for sure. Their opponents are Ricochet. All right. Have some uh, interesting variables there already. Ricochet's partner is Solo Sokoa. Ah. So Man. Only, only um, one person in AEW in this match and three WWE guys, but uh, <laughs> it's interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one there. Oh, man. Um, I'm not sure if Solo and Ricochet can necessarily get along because we all know Solo just falls around his uh, tribal chief. Yep. So you know how that goes because he doesn't make a move unless the tribal chief tells him to. Ah, uh, I mean, well, how well uh, does Don Callis get along with Matt Riddle so his guy would team with him? That is true. That is true. Ah, uh, but I will say, Ricochet and Solo Sokoa's uh, in spirit of competition, those two styles can actually mesh very well. Solo's got the ground game. Ricochet's got the air game. I'm gonna have to go with Ricochet and Solo Sokoa. All right, it'd be a. I'd watch a tag team. Like probably most of these tag teams matches, I'd enjoy and love seeing the variable elements that we could see. But I think that would be a fun tag team match for sure. And now I have sixty other no, fifty six other names of people I can actually pronounce. So I'm feeling better there. But. I digress. Match number three. Here we go. First up, speaking of the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns is now entering. Teaming with Roman Reigns is... Drew McIntyre. That's a a star-studded team for sure. Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns. For sure. Going up against them is... I just drew two names, so I might as well both be their opponents. Nick Jackson from the Young Bucks. And Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Talk about an interesting pairing there. WWE uh, versus AEW, but uh, two odd tag teams for sure. Yeah, well, I will say, obviously, Nick and Orange... Like that, you know, pretty good relationship. They go back. They have history, obviously, and consider themselves friends. I'm sure. Yeah. Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, 
No disrespect to the other gentlemen, but those two are on a completely different level, especially Roman right now. Barely anyone can even touch that man right now. But I'm going to have to go with uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, the Tribal Chief, who I acknowledge right here on air. There you go. You're acknowledging him. I know you were against uh, the WrestleMania decision, but you know he's held the title since then, so... Well, well, the only time I would not acknowledge the Tribal Chief if he's standing across the ring from the American Nightmare, Cody Rose, because okay. he is the one to do it. Still, yep. I believe that in my heart. I, I completely agree with you there. But just when I thought that, regardless of the other names, we couldn't get better than Kenny Omega and AJ Styles, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre there to say, hey, we could be in contention with them, but we'll... uh. We'll see how the rest of this tournament progresses, but let's go up to our next round one match. First name up is Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara's partner. Roderick Strong. Yeah. So, I'd like to see that tag team. I think that would be something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Their opponents, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Matt Hardy. Yeah, those are both very random pairings right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, again, interesting ideas, but uh, yeah, I don't see... See, like, the, where the demand of either tag team right now would be. So, uh, let's go. <laughs> so, Shinsuke, Matt Hardy, and Sammy and Roger Strong. Yep. Uh, wow. Um, man. So, I mean, you do have the veterans. I mean, obviously, uh, Matt Hardy is the more experienced veteran out of the four. But you have veteran and Roger Strong. And uh, Matt Hardy on each team. Yep. I mean, I can't remember. I can't remember how long Shinsuke's been in the game. I know he's been in the game for a, a while. Sammy is obviously the very newbie here. And the four, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, but uh, man, I gotta go with the most experienced and Matt Hardy, and the uh, King of Strong Style. You know, former IWGP you know, World Champion. I'm going to have to go with Matt Hardy and Shinsuke Nakamura on this one. All right, sounds good to me. Moving on. Next matchup. Kevin Owens. Kevin's o Kevin Owens' tag team partner is... I'm sure only grab one name. Logan Paul. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. Oh, man. <laughs> Their opponents. Oh my goodness, the, the egos on that that team. The, oh man. Yeah. All right. I'm assuming you don't want to. I wrote down his current name, but I'm assuming you'd want to say Pete Dunn, and not Butch. I prefer to say Pete Dunn, but Pete Dunn Butch. You know, same guy though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Either way. So Pete Dunn Butch, whatever we want to call him today, and his partner. Oh. Speaking of a name you don't want to say the current name of, Gunther. Oh, that's funny. 
Yeah, <laughs> How those two names end up together? Where I, same idea because you've you've gone on this podcast even and said you refuse to say Gunther as Walter. Nope, I'm not doing it. I'm, not, I'm still not doing it. All right, but I'm I'm gonna give you an easy answer right off the bat. I am going to go with well now is Bush before formerly known as Pete Dunn and Walter on this team. All right, those two those two clearly have a history. They know each other very well. And I think they can actually mesh very well together. Had a great match I've seen before. And yep. uh, let's be real, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, those egos cannot coexist with each other. I don't think Kevin likes Logan that much at all. So I'm just going to go with uh, Walter and Pete Dunn here. Crazy. It was an all-WWE match that time. So uh, we'll see how the rest of this round progresses. But, yeah, I will not – I mean, this is all, all these are your decision anyway, but I will not disagree with you on that result. Well, Kevin doesn't get along with a lot of people anyway. That's so. true. I'll say shout out to Des Lorraine was the one who gave the name Kevin Owens, and I believe it was Zach Wiestwald who gave the name Logan Paul. But up next, we have Cash Wheeler from FTR teaming with. Christian Cage. Mm, two tag team specials right there. Yeah. Very interesting. I'll say I know that the two two of them besi- behind the scenes, I think there's a connection there. I know Edge really likes the guys in FTR, so I'm, I'm assuming Christian Cage gets along with them real well too, but you don't you don't really see them, you know, mesh on TV, so but yeah. I digress. Their opponents Rey Mysterio And Brock Lesnar. Oh, oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so I was going to say right off the bat, Christian Cage and Cash Wheeler, because those are two tag team specialists. That's for sure. Like, you can't, if they can find a way to coexist, <coughs> I mean, you, they, they'll do very well against any tag team, but... Even though Ray Mysterio and Brock Lesnar is not much of a team at all, they've been practically solo most of career. I mean, Ray's been in tag teams here and there, but yeah. you, you cannot discount what Brock brings to any team. <laughs> That's true. You can't discount that at all. Oh, I just man. don't see a lot of tagging back and forth. Especially, I mean, unless Brock Lesnar wants a breather, but yeah, with those two, I don't, I can see Christian Cage and, and Cash Wheeler tagging in and out more than Lesnar and Ray Mysterio, but yeah, I mean, honestly, Lesnar doesn't really have to tap out. He take them both on himself, honestly. But uh, oh man, but I mean, spirit competition and how smart these two individuals are—they could somehow, maybe, find a way, some way, somehow. I'm gonna have to go with Cash Wheeler and, and Christian Cage on this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, probably are gonna get the pin on Rey Mysterio. If we're being honest here, oh yeah, I will. I'll definitely agree with you on that. I keep thinking of that. That rivalry, they um, was it in 2019 that Rey Mysterio and Brock Lesnar had that? Uh, yeah, in 2019 that kind of saw some of the formations of the start of Dominic Mysterio as a wrestler, and with the five seconds that Kane Velasquez was in WWE, um, yeah, I just <laughs> I, I will say, yeah, Cash Wheeler and Christian Cage is the team to pick on that one. Yeah, it was actually uh, they had that match at uh, 
Survivor Series. I was actually there, 2019. Oh, Ray versus Brock. Yeah, okay. I was there at that one. Huh, crazy. And I guess, well, we would have been around each other before then, but I didn't really... I don't remember meeting you, actually, on the first Jericho Cruise, so we probably had seen each other before then. But then, of course, we didn't know each other very well, if at all, back then. But that's that's awesome. It <laughs> comes full circle for you in a little bit in, it, in those regards, I guess. Yeah. So up up next, we have Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta's tag team partner, Big E. Hmm. Wheeler Yuta and Big E. I can't wait for Big E, to, like, Big e and New Day to come back. Hopefully, if, if Big E's able and his neck is going to be healthy enough, I uh, I think he'll be back. I think so, too. I'm hoping, and it should be some fun. Their opponents, representing NXT, we have Wesley. Former Rascal, or MSK, and his <laughs> tag team partner, Edge. Mm. We were Yuta and Big E against Wesley and Edge. It's a, another fun tag team match there for sure. Yeah, uh, man, this is... Uh, honestly, I'm going to have to go with Wesley and Edge. All right. I mean, having Edge in your corner, that, that wisdom, that experience, that leadership. Again, Edge, as as big of a singles career he's had, he's had a Hall of Fame tag team career as well. So I'm going to have to uh, go Wesley and Edge, even though Big E's a tag team you know, specialist as well. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the experience Edge has is, you know, second to none. I'm going to have to go Wesley and Edge. All right. There we go. That'd be such, I mean, I keep thinking how much fun that tag team match would be to watch. All right. John Moxley. And Sami Zayn. John Moxley and Sami Zayn and their opponents are... Dax Harwood... And Johnny Gargano. Hmm. Those two know each other real well, but standing opposite rings of uh, opposite sides of the ring from each other in tag team right. format. But all right, so Moxley. And, hmm. I mean, well, Mox. So wait, yes, Moxley and teaming with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. And then Gargano and who else? Dax Harwood. Dax Harwood. Mm. Man. Uh, you know, I'm personally going to go with Dax Harwood and Johnny Gargano. Okay. You know, I mean, Moxley can work in a team to a degree. But similar to Kevin Owens, don't like a whole lot of people. True. You know, you know, he's kind of his own man. You know, he's doing his thing with the Blackpool Combat Club, obviously, though. But, you know, he tends to be a lone wolf a lot of times. He don't trust a whole lot of people. So I don't know how well he'll feel to be able to trust 
Sammy or I don't know if they'll actually be on the same page. I can see Gargano and Dax having more chemistry and more of a connection, especially the battles they used to have with each other for sure. Oh yeah. What I really like about that matchup in particular is, you know, we have the two companies and we have one member of each company's tagged current tag team champions against each other. So it's like all the more variable right there. Just with that one fact. But up next, Ricky Starks. And Ricky Starks' tag team partner. Yeah, I'm talking, no, I'm just kidding. Chris Jericho. Ah, all right. I, I, I can dig that team. I like that team yeah, right I, there. I see if this was an actual event based on, you know, over the last year or so. I could see them somehow being like a called up uh team together for for it, so for this uh concept anyway. Their opponents Brian Danielson and Jack Perry. Yeah, all AEW. <laughs> That's <Yep>. funny. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Oh man. That's that's a tough one. To me, that's kind of like a even for me. Um Oh, that'd be so much fun to watch. It just those those four variables would work very well together in tag team format. I definitely think so. Yeah. I mean, that's man, that's a tough one. Uh because I, I think I can honestly see either side taking it, though, depending on the, the situation. Brian's obviously a stud, obviously the best in the world. Chris Jericho is Chris Jericho, as we know. He's a champion. You know, he, he's done it all. Jack Perry is obviously on the rise right now. And uh, same as Ricky Starks, who I am very, I am very big on Ricky. Uh, man. Ah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm being biased here, but I think I'm going to go with uh, Ricky and, uh, and uh, Chris Jericho on this one. I, I don't know. Just something about that team just pops me for some reason. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know. If just being a Jericho Rager and being a big fan of Ricky, I don't know. But I'm going to go with Ricky and Jericho on this one. Sounds good. I'm all for it. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. All right, so we are we are nine matches in so far, just a little over halfway done through round one, and I, I know Jamal and I can both 
we're both like, wow, man, some of these these matches and these pairings, it's so so crazy and um, so on. I do want to put a disclaimer. I meant to do this at the very beginning of the podcast, but I do want to say that it's important. One name that one current name that we will not see in this Forbidden Door Blind Eliminator tournament is Mark Briscoe. Um, I wanted to, even though you know this is all fantasy booking anyway, but I still want to keep up with the current times and the stories and everything. Uh, Mark Briscoe has said on public record that he is out of respect to his fallen brother Jay Briscoe is not doing two-on-two tag team matches again. So where I'd love to see Mark Briscoe in some of these scenarios, I think it's only fair that we not include him in this. So, Yeah, I honestly did not know he said that, but it makes perfect sense. I mean, it's, you know, they had one hell of a run. To me, the greatest tag team to never make it on national television, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, no, and I... Thank you. And no, I I had seen something on the internet a while back about Mark possibly saying that, but you know, sometimes you don't always know what you can trust and what you can't trust on what you read on the internet. But then he was on uh last week's episode of uh AEW Uncensored and they were talking about the tag t- that crazy six-person tag match they did where he teamed with Aubrey Edwards and Papa Briscoe against Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett. And I remember when I seen the build-up, it was looking like it was supposed to be a mixed tag team match of just Mark and Aubrey against against the Jarrett's. But then Mark Briscoe even said on AEW Unrestricted, he goes, I already said I'm not doing the tag team match again. So even though this was a different idea, that's why they went ahead and added in uh, Jay Lethal and uh, Papa Briscoe. So yeah, I just thought, yeah, well, I'm not going to disgrace or disagree with Mark Briscoe's statement there, and I'll honor that with this crazy tournament too, so I'm glad you agree. Alright. You had a little bit of a breather, Jamal. Here we go. Time to make some decisions again. Ludwig Kaiser, formerly known as Marcel Bartel, representing Imperium. Alright. His tag team partner. The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Should we just call it now? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so where, like, you know, and that's the thing about Cody Rhodes. I know he, he sees in enough, and I think it was in Cruising with Kayfabe they even mentioned this. He saw enough in Ludwig Kaiser. No, it wasn't Cruising with Kayfabe. It was a different podcast I listened to. Nope, never mind. That was a different match altogether. But I think he kind of had a say in some of those opponents he had leading up to his match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And Ludwig Kaiser was one of them. So I think Cody Rhodes has enough confidence in him of itself. But this isn't a tag team with the two of them together. So we'll see how they do. Their opponents, Otis, and... Dominic Mysterio. So all WWE tag team match here, but very odd tag teams for sure. All right, this one's easy for me. All right, let's hear it. Gotta go with gotta go with Cody and um Luke was it Luke, Luke Ludwig Kaiser. Ludwig Kaiser. I know I'm butchering that right now. <laughs> I'm gonna go with those two because one, you can't expect Otis to trust Dominic. Not a lot of people even trust Dominic. 
Dominic is a selfish, egotistical maniac who should be spanked from his father. We all know that. But uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, those two. Uh, I mean, I don't see Cody and, and Luke Kaiser getting along too much, honestly. I, but one thing I will say about Imperium, they don't put too much emotions into that match. The mat is sacred. They're all business. They take it seriously. They're all about winning. And I think Cody can at least respect that to the point where they can be able to work together. So I'm going to go with those two. I agree. And that's a very interesting I'm glad you bring up that thought process because it's it's very legit and very valid. So, uh, um, yeah, for those factors, I think th- those two could work very well in this uh, crazy tag team tournament we have in our hands. So, if Rey Mysterio couldn't make it to round two, neither can his son Dominic. Damn. <laughs> I digress. Up next, we have, speaking of Dominic, we have Finn Balor. Finn Balor's entering the tournament with his partner being Action Andretti. I like that team. Yeah, I actually like. Shout out to Emily from Cruising with Kayfabe. She actually gave both of those names. Now that I'm thinking about it, she wanted to pick some great athletes that you wouldn't necessarily see as world championship picture even though finn balor's got an upcoming title shot but she's just like those are two of four names that made sense for that kind of criteria and so uh yes emily all over that tag team there their opponents are sheamus and the celtic warriors tag team partner Sting. Huh. Man. Um, Seamus and Sting. That's an interesting team right there. Very much uh, so. Yeah. Man, that's a tough one. I'm going to have to go with Action Andretti and Finn Balor. I'm going to go with the younger guns on here. You okay. know, I, I mean, I do say that experience definitely does matter. For sure. If we're talking about in the spirit of the competition. But uh man, I gotta go with Finn Balor, Action Andretti, you know, Action Andretti, you know, he's kinda gotten cold, you know, ever since his shocking win over Jericho, the you know, upset of the century in my opinion. Yeah. But uh man, if Finn and him can work together, I think they'd be a very good tag team. I'm gonna go with those two. All right, sounds good. I'm curious to see how far they make it in the tournament, uh given given your expertise and what you had to say for him here. I will want to say this also. We're looking at current wrestlers, meaning where they are at currently. So it's so easy if you see a name to think of them in their prime. And Sting has still put on some great matches given his age and has done some great spots in the modern day. But he age is a factor there for Sting. And I think that could also go to their detriment and help the case of Action Andretti and Finn Balor. But ultimately, my opinions, as great or not so great as they are, don't matter. Jamal, you're in the hot seat in this tournament. So, up no, next. This has, been, this has been fun so far, man. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Hopefully, the listeners are enjoying this too. I just, I love seeing these crazy tag teams. I really do. And somebody who has had some tag team success, but doesn't always work well with the people he's been with, 
Swerve Strickland. And Swerve's partner, Adam Cole. Bay Bay. Bay Bay. That's right. So talk about talk about two eagles right there. Yeah. And this is interesting too. Both of them made some you know, made some headway in, in NXT. Adam Cole a little more so, and then both doing some major things with AEW now. And they're teaming together. And their opponents. First we have MJF. So Adam Cole's partner in the last blind eliminator tournament, and he's a round one opponent here. How fitting. How fitting. <laughs> who is MJF gonna have to team with? Who will he be able to get along with? Darby Allen. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is uh that is that match right there, out of all the matches we've already had in the first round right there, that has the most in-depth layered storyline right now, all in AW. Darby's clearly coming for Swerve's head as of yeah. Wednesday. If anyone hasn't seen Dynamite, I'm not gonna spoil it. He's coming for his head. I'm just gonna say that. And we all know that. Even though this has been the summer of bromance between MJF and Adam Cole, as they struck gold with this, we know the turn's coming eventually. We know it. So it's very fitting. It's very fitting. But, uh, man. How how did I'm, I draw if these I'm talking, If I'm talking right now, oh, man. And how does MJF even get along with the Darby? That, that don't make <laughs> How did I draw these four names together and these teams? Like, it just blows my mind. Uh, I'm going to be unbiased here because as everybody know how I feel about MJF, you know, I'm starting to appreciate him a little bit more. I'm not going to lie. Appreciate him a little bit more. He's great at what he does. You know, that raggedy bitch, but I digress. Um, I'm going to have to go with the team of MJF and Darby Allen. I believe in Darby Allen wholeheartedly. And at the end of the day, MJF is going to try to get the win some way, somehow. Darby might not agree with it, but I think if they put their heads together and put their egos aside and they're all about winning, they could pull it off. Follow-up question to that. Because it is Darby Allen and MJF, no, normally this is something we see when they're against each other. Do they win by a side headlock takeover? Man. Uh... <laughs> Oh, man, you know what? I think Darby would get the win with a side headlock takeover just to rub it in MJF's face. I'll go with that. <laughs> While MJF's, like, standing on the ring apron, he's like, hey, look at this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's oh, the variables in this thing, I tell you what. Up next, Seth frickin' Rollins and his tag team partner, Kofi Kingston. Ah, I miss Kofi. I miss Kofi. I do too. But that oh man, that would be that'd be a very good team in WWE for sure. Their opponents. Malachi Black. And CM Punk. Okay. Malachi Black, CM Punk, Kofi. Who was Kofi's partner again? Seth Rollins. Okay. Hmm. 
To me, that's a very even tag team there. Huh. Man. That's a tough one. So Seth, um, Seth Rollins have the, the blonde streak? Well, I guess CM Punk always has his hair short. But that was, yeah. that was the big thing or the rumor or whatever that why Seth Rollins had the blonde in his hair in the first place is so they didn't mistake him for CM Punk and their opponents in this match. Man. Uh, I don't know, this is a tough one for me, though. Man. I mean, well, this is strictly AEW versus WWE, so this is interesting. Oh, um, you're right. You're right. You know, as of right now, honestly, I'm going to have to go with... Even though he's sidelined right now, I'm going to go with Kofi Kingston and the world champ Seth freaking Rollins. Because as of right now, Rollins, he is just on a roll right now as world champion, rightfully so. He's earned that title, deserved that title. Uh, man, I'm just going to have to go with him because Seth is just on a roll. Uh, Kofi is Kofi. We all know what he can do when he's in there. Malachi Black and Punk. To me, I see them more as a yeah, and being teammates, so I don't know how that will go between them. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're both very competitive, but I'm going to have to go with uh, Kofi and Seth. I think with Malachi Black and CM Punk, their egos get in the way of each other a little too much, where Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston could very well get along as a tag team and, and a concept like this, and honestly, I think they could could potentially make it pretty far in this tournament too. So, yeah, that's my uh, my two cents worth. We have looks like maybe three matches left of round one. It's Twelve names: Damian Priest and his partner, Tommaso Ciampa, a, a rumored member of of Judgment Day a while back when in the early days of Judgment Day. When, it was heavily rumored of Tommaso possibly joining them. Of course, never did. But I digress. Their opponents are Wardlow and Jeff Hardy. Hmm. Man. Ah. Uh... I think I'm gonna have to go with Damian Priest and yeah. and Champa. But yeah, Damian Priest and Champa. Damian Priest, uh, Senor Money in the Bank, as he like to be referred to as. He's got all the momentum, the confidence right behind him right now because he know he can cash that in anytime, any place he wants right now. Jeff Hardy's just coming back, getting his feet wet back in AEW. It's great to have him back. Warlow, an absolute machine. Absolute stud. Got love for Warlow. But I'm going to say Warlow and Jeff Hardy, they don't really have a whole lot of momentum as of right now behind them. So I'm going to have to go with Champa, who has clearly got a chip on the shoulder, got something to prove now that he's back, and Damian Priest. All right. Up next, Keith Lee and his tag team partner. When I think of Jamal Gary with WWE events, I somehow always end up putting you 
with Mr. A-Town Down, Austin Theory. Austin Theory and Keith Lee as a tag team. Shout out to my old uh, virtual pay-per-view concept where you always ended up with Austin Theory and you embraced it and you won every time. <laughs> That's why I'll take it every single time because he's rolling right now. He is. But their opponents are Claudio Casignoli. And Hangman Adam Page. Man. <laughs> wow. Uh, 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 oh, boy. Okay. Um, Keith Lee, Austin Theory, and you got Claudio and Hangman on the other side. Oh, man. Coming off of blood and guts and everything. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, man. I just... We all know how those two feel about each other after blood and guts, but uh, sometimes going into battle like that can can make you hate each other even more, or it can make you actually embrace each other and respect each other more. And yeah, I mean, so I got to put that into play. But at the same time, as good as Austin Theory is, he just has his head so far up his ass sometimes that uh, man, cocky as hell. And Keith Lee is an absolute monster if you just piss him off. So I'm sure Theory will appreciate having Lee on his team so he can hide behind the majority of the match. It's true. But, um, but uh, man, I'm going to have to go with uh, Hangman and Claudio on this one. Uh, they've right. just been through a whole war. I mean, I'm sure they have a healthy respect for one another, for sure. To me, it's just uh, the downfall of Lee and Austin the Austin Theory as a team is Austin's ego, unfortunately. That's so I'm going to go with uh, Hangman Adam Page and Claudio. That's fair. All right. We have four, four names left. I don't remember who any of them are off the top of my head, no, let alone what their tag teams are. But to cap off round one, up first we have Jake Hager. Teaming with Jay Uso. Mm. Hager and Jay Uso. Their opponents Luchasaurus and Randy Orton. AEW oh, and WWE versus AEW and WWE. Alright, so looking forward for Randy to come back. So Oh man, me too. Looking forward to that, but man, I'm just, man, I'm gonna have to go with main event Jay Uso and uh, Jake Hager. All right, Jake Hager is Jake Hager's legit fighter. He can kick anyone's ass if he really wanted to. And uh, Jay Uso, right now, you know, who's got that juice? You already know. Yeah. Um, and yo, know, he he's got something to prove. He's got momentum behind him going into SummerSlam. My instinct tells me it's not going to be a good weekend for him. But, um, man, I'm going to go with uh, Jay and, uh, and uh, Jake Hager on this one. All right. It's fitting, though, that that's the, the final match of round one. So in this regard, you can say, you really can say, main event Jay Uso. And he gets the W. Exactly. So shout out to Sam Davidson. She gave both the names Jake Hager 
and Luchasaurus. So one of her guys Ooh. versus one of her guys in that that final round one match. So uh, without saying any names, Jamal, do you uh, have some some favorites off the top of your head that going into future rounds now that you uh, you have a taste of what the tag teams are in this? I got a feeling that um, the team of AJ Styles and Kenny Omega is going to go pretty far in this one. Yeah, I think their uh, their future in this tournament's pretty bright, but they have fifteen other fifteen other teams that are also hungry and have also made it out of round one. So let's start with round two, shall we? Let's do it. Speaking of Kenny Omega and AJ Styles, their next challenge is the team of Ricochet and Solo Sokoa. Gotta go with the best bout machine and the phenomenal one. Next. <laughs> no other comments there. Yep. All right. Another formable tag team for sure. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Their opponents, Shinsuke Nakamura and Matt Hardy. Ah. Drew McIntyre. Hit him with the clayboard. Roman. Smash them, stack them, one, two, three, done. All right. The team of Butch and Gunther, Pete Dunn and Walter, whatever we want to call them, against Cash Wheeler and Christian Cage. Oh, man, that would be a banger right there. I'd some tell me that would be a banger. Oh, man. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm going to have to go with uh, Walter and Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne, longest one, until Walter beat him, longest reigning NXT UK champion. Walter's killing it. IC champion is hot right now, just on the climb. I got to go with Walter and Pete Dunne. I was like, Pete Dunne was the longest reigning until Walter beat him, and then Walter beat him for the championship and the record. Yep. So, all right. Wesley and Edge. Or Dax Harwood and Johnny Gargano. Man. You know, I'm going to have to go with Johnny Gargano and uh, you said it was Dax, right? Correct. Yep, I'm going to have to go with these two. Uh, definitely tag team specialists right there. Um, yeah, I mean, Edge obviously got the experience in the tag team. You know, Wesley's still young, but uh, I think eventually, you know, Going into this tournament, they're, they're going to come up short, and I think now's the time. All right. And, you know, what, your results and what you said is final. But I will just say, had uh, Butch and and uh, Gunther not gotten the win there and Christian Cage and Cash Wheeler would have won, then we would have either seen that we would have seen them go up against either Edge and Wesley in the next round or Dax Harwood and Johnny Gargano. So two legendary tag teams would have been against each other. But congrats to Butch and Gunther. They are stopping that possibility from being in existence in this thing. Up next, Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho taking on Ludwig Kaiser and the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Mm. We all know how tight Ricky and Cody are. I'm sure they will love to test each other in this one for sure. Man. 
I can see Jericho and Ricky Starks. I do really, really like that tag team for sure. You know, I can definitely see them making a little bit of noise in a tournament like this. But I do think it's going to come a time and a place where Jericho's ego or Ricky's ego might get in the way. And I think Cody is going to capitalize on that because Cody is going to knock anybody, just about anybody in his way to get him back to finishing the story. So I think I'm going to give Cody and Luke Kaiser the win here. Maybe I'm being a little bit biased for Cody, but again, Cody has got that momentum. I will not argue. Finn Balor and Action Andrade taking on the team of MJF and Darby Allen. I think I'm going to go with Finn Balor and Action Andretti here. All right. I mean, I would expect the MJF and Darby to win. Something tells me this will be an upset for me, though. Do you think they they kind of implode against each other in that match then? Yeah, I think maybe MJF and Darby would kind of implode in that one. Yeah, I can see that. Seth Rollins. And Kofi Kingston, or Damian Priest, and Tommaso Ciampa. I'm going to go with Seth and Kofi here. Two veterans here, been in the game a long time. Again, Seth has still got that momentum behind him, and I think they're going to carry that through round two. All right. And to cap off round two, Claudio Casadnoli and Hangman Adam Page. Or Jake Hager and Jay Uso. Ha. I'm gonna go with Claudio and Hangman on this one here. Oh, we do love some main event Jay Uso, Jake Hager. You know, serious he is his serious ideas in the ring. The fighter kicks ass. Nice guy, by the way. Oh yeah. Um Man, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Man, sorry, Hager. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just, man, sorry, Hager. Sorry, Jay. Uh, they gotta take the L on that one. Somewhere off in the distance is uh, Zeb Coulter hanging his head low to see Jake Hager and Claudio have to go against each other. Yeah. All right, you ready to start round three then, Jamal? Yes, sir. All right. Huge, huge, huge tag team right off the uh, match, right off the bat. Kenny Omega and AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, I was hoping hoping these two would be in the finals, damn it. (laughs) Understandable. It would be... One hell of a final match for sure. Oh man, that is just ah. I mean, Kenny Omega, AJ Styles, two of the best in the world, two of the best to ever do it in, in the squared circle. Man, it's oh gosh. But if we're talking right now, Drew McIntyre just came back. He's excited. He's pumped. He's hungry. Ready to go, along with the uh, motivated Roman Reigns to still 
ruled the WWE with an iron thumb. If those two can stay on the same page, I wouldn't be surprised if they imploded, but if those two can stay on the same page, I see them beating an AJ Styles and Kenny Omega. But, man, Kenny, AJ, I'm not sure how tight they are. I mean, yeah, they were in the Bullet Club, but you know, AJ was on his way out and Kenny came in and took over. So I don't really know how close they are. I don't know if they consider themselves friends. Or, I mean, obviously they have mutual friends. So I'm sure there's a connection and bond there. Man. Ah, oh, man, this, this is a tough one right here. Uh, man, but you know what? I'm going to have to go with... The two people that are absolutely motivated right now, and they're on a path to either win a championship or stay a champion. I'm going to have to, I know I'm going to get some heat with this, and that's fine. I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre and the uh, tribal chief, Roman Reigns. And i probably going to hate myself later on for this one, but <laughs> let's move on. Fair enough. Fair enough. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. All right, so after how intense that last matchup was, I think it was very appropriate to have a little bit of a breather there. But let's move on. Round three is still very young. Up next, Butch and Gunther taking on Dax Harwood and Johnny Gargano. We have to go with uh, Pete Dunn slash Butch and uh, Walter on this one, man. Uh, Gargano Cash, see you bye. Love you two guys, <laughs> but yeah, just one of those chops from Walter is just going to dismantle both of them. So, yeah. You know, and that match would be a hell of a match in NXT as well. Um, I mean, all four of them were there. So, like, and even yeah, kind of around great. the same time. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be great, no doubt. I, I believe in all four of those men, but man, that's, again, Walter, that momentum, he's just, just rolling. Yep. Right now. All right. Walter's tag team partner. Well, one of his teammates anyway. Ludwig Kaiser with his blind eliminator forbidden door tag team partner. Cody Rhodes taking on Finn Balor and Action Andretti. Gonna have to go with Luke Kaiser and Cody Rhodes on this one. All right. Finn Balor and Action Andretti did a very good job making it this far, but uh, um, yeah, Cody Rhodes is on a mission and he has Ludwig Kaiser with him along the way. So, oh yeah, 
All right. Capping off round three, Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston against... Oh, man. So this match means a lot to me, and I'll get to that here in a moment. But Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston against Claudio Castagnoli and Hangman Page. Ah, oh, man. Ooh, I mean, that's... Gosh, that is a hard one, man. But I, I truly, truly believe if Claudio and Hangman really connect as a tag team and really stay on the same page, I truly believe they're a force to even be reckoned with in any company, honestly, man. Like, just the bond that they share. The, I mean, just Claudio's strength, his athletic ability, the fact that he can practically do anything – Hangman is Hangman, former world champion. When he has a point to prove and is on a mission and wants something and he goes for it, he usually gets it. Man, I'm going to have to go with, yeah, Claudio and Hangman on this one. All right. Now, let me tell you something, uh, Jamal. I'm going to take you for a little story time. Uh, you know, where this year's WrestleMania was important to you because it was kind of that full circle moment, as you've talked about before on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk. Um, for me, if there, I didn't go to this WrestleMania, but one, one reason, one part of WrestleMania 37 being important to me was, uh, so the very first time I went to WrestleMania, there was an FCW match. It was a little bit before like NXT really took off, uh, at least of what NXT is now, but there was an FCW match, the stars of tomorrow. And it was Seth Rollins against Cesaro. And I didn't know who either one of them were. And my friend and I, we were rooting for Cesaro because Seth Rollins was from Iowa. And us being from Nebraska, we had to go against him. Uh, Seth Rollins got the win in that match. But it was it was interesting because they said the stars of tomorrow. Fast forward a number of years, Seth Rollins is a champion. And I go to a SmackDown. And it was either Lincoln, Nebraska, or Omaha. And I think it was in Lincoln. But either way... The main event of that episode of SmackDown was the WWE champion Seth Rollins against Cesaro. And I said, oh man, this is a full full circle for me to uh, be at that FCW match at WrestleMania Fan Access and now seeing these two main event uh, show that I'm at against each other, even though you know, I'm pretty sure it was a non-title match, but even still. And what the icing on the cake from there for me was, was the fact that they went on to have a WrestleMania match against each other. And the only way that would have been the complete full circle for me if I was actually there at that WrestleMania. And that's, of course, where Cesaro didn't really have much WrestleMania success. Never really won a singles match at WrestleMania, gets the win. But that was, uh, oh man. So then to to have them against each other here, it's a... Uh, got a soft place in my heart here yeah no i remember that one i mean cesaro getting that win against seth for that yeah mania 37 that man that was really cool to see him finally have a wrestlemania moment and uh, actually have a one-on-one match he's you know I, i'm i'm i mean he definitely you know deserved it but i more say like he earned it i kind of believe in the aj styles philosophy like nobody deserves anything like you earn yeah what you get and he's he earned that, and it was really cool to see him win. It would be nice to, for him to keep that momentum going, but that's a whole nother topic. Yep, yep. But you know, <laughs> and he's uh, been a very, 
very successful Ring of Honor champion within AEW now. Um, and, uh, you know, future for him still very bright. So, Absolutely. So, all right. We are down to our four, final four tag teams, the semifinals of this very, very crazy tournament that we've had. Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, off of a huge victory, now face Pete Dunne and Walter, as you would like to say. Man. Still going to have to go with Drew and Roman on this one, man. It's a it's interesting, you know, um, you know, I guess when this with when this airs, SummerSlam has has already passed us. But, you know, one of the big SummerSlam matches, Drew McIntyre and Gunther for the Intercontinental title, and now here we are very deep in this tournament and having them against each other. And I mean, can you imagine like Gunther just laying those chops into Roman Reigns though? Like <laughs> that match would be so much fun to watch, but I will not at all disagree with you on the decision of that outcome. Yeah, no, I think I think that'd be a really good match, though. But gotta go with the Tribal Chief and Drew on this one. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and to determine who they're facing in the finals, we have Ludwig Kaiser and Cody Rhodes taking on Claudio and Hangman Page. Man, I mean, I, I I really think Claudio and Hangman have something. Just to me, that tag team just will really mesh well for me. I just think they they will really click. So I'm gonna still go with uh, Hangman and Claudio. You know, it's it's been a nice ride, but the uh, roller coaster uh, and Luke Kaiser, Dunsky. This absolutely. So, man. This is huge, and I love this because we have a WWE tag team of two guys who have butted heads in the past, aren't the best of friends on TV now, in the finals against two guys from AEW. WWE versus AEW and the AEW tag team. Two guys who have butted heads in the past, don't necessarily get along now, and these two crazy tag teams in the finals against each other not saying which is a better company, WWE or AEW, but this is, oh man, this writing has been written in gold. So Jamal, for that reason alone, you've done a fantastic job in your decisions in this tournament up to this point. Right, and ladies and gentlemen, just want to reiterate, like Johnny said here, he pulled all these names out of a hat. This was not, literally, none of this was thought out of. This was literally all on the flies, just... Me having fun, fancy booking, who would mesh well with who, who can actually get along with who, who whose egos might get in the way in certain times in the tournament, but you know, this we can't write this type of stuff. No, that's for sure. Not at all. And, you know, and I, I had it in my head for a little while in the tournament that the finals was gonna be honestly it, like I was just kind of glancing at the teams and I was like, it's gonna be Kenny Omega and AJ Styles against Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston, the way those two teams were riding in uh Neither one of them made it to the final, so it's just, oh man, talk about some great television, or in this case, great podcasting. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about the forbidden door right here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, WWE team versus AEW team, which we all want that that real forbidden door kicked open, the real Oh one. yeah, oh yeah. So, with that said, Jamal, we have a huge, huge final matchup. 
Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre taking on Claudio Castagnoli and Hangman Adam Page. How does this match go down? Yeah, well, on the top of my head, again, going back to egos, obviously, everyone knows WWE is the top company still, whether fans want to admit it or not, whether they love them, whether they hate them. And this is why I'm going to say this. People want to say like, oh, no, it's AEW's number one. No, WWE is still number one. Because the moment you say to somebody who doesn't watch wrestling that you're a wrestling fan, the first thing they say is, oh, like WWE, WWF? It's true. That's how you know they're still number one. That's how you know they're still number one. They're not going to, AEW's not going to catch up. They're just not. But this will be for all the marbles. This is for the bragging rights. And I think Roman and Drew, unfortunately, aren't going to be on the same page going into this match. I think Roman's ego is going to get the best of him. Drew's going to be saying, like, I've gotten you this. No, Roman's going to be like, I've gotten you this far. I'm the tribal chief. You continue to follow my lead and we will win. This is how we're going to do things. And Drew, being a little bit of a hothead sometimes, might not always listen, you know, and he's a man of his own thinking and, you know, he's a man that, you know, likes to do things his way as well, though. But as great as a team they can be if they're on the same page, I truly sense an upset here. Claudio and Hangman will take this W. That is a huge upset. And uh, I honestly don't have any argument against it. You know, I I say blind eliminator because that's the, turn, the term that AEW recently used when they did their tournament and they had two egos that were rivals that won that whole thing. So where you have, don't necessarily see Claudio and Hangman as singles rivals against each other yet, they've just both been big parts of big factions. But they put their egos aside, they get the W. But I have a follow-up question for you now. We, we went through this whole massive tournament so much fun. Thanks again for uh, for coming on and uh, going through this with me and giving, giving your expertise on these possible matchups. But say that the prize in, even though we saw the members of FTR in the, in the tournament earlier in separate tag teams, they go up against FTR after winning this whole huge Forbidden Door Blind Eliminator tournament. Claudio and Hangman Page... Get a tag team championship match, AEW tag team titles against FTR. How does this match go down? I would still have to go with, well, not still, but I would say as great as they are as a team, I think Hangman and uh, Claudio can definitely be for sure. Nothing beats when you're basically wrestling with somebody who's your brother, even though you're not the same blood. And that's what FTR is. They are literally in. Me and him are on Zoom, people. We're looking at each other, me and Johnny, right now. I'm crossing my fingers. They're, like, yep. tight, right? They know each other's families. Uh, they've been together for, what, I don't know, 10, 15 years they've known each other, something like that, and they just love wrestling. They they are just a tight unit. I'm sure they, they eat together, they train together, they have dinner together, their families know each other, and it's, yeah, I mean, it's just, when you have that bond, that connection, it's just really really hard to beat that so i gotta go with ftr all right yeah i mean they they got the win against 
Adam Cole and MJF. Spoiler alert. Um, but uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they. I don't know. FTR. I did a tag team tournament with the Sieve earlier, and FTR was in it. They they made it to the finals, and I had them losing to the Road Warriors. But I mean, so many people can make the arguments. FTR, if not the greatest tag team of all time, they're they're in that convert. They can very well be in that conversation. And who knows? By the time they retire, very well could be listed as the greatest tag team of all time. In many many ways, the greatest tag team of the modern era for sure. Um, if not, definitely one of them, but, uh, <laughs> and they, they, they mesh very well and they, they know, they know how to go up against blind eliminated, uh, champions already and get the W and I digress. Same result here. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm honestly, when it's all said and done, I wouldn't be surprised if FTR can at least be in the top five, at least. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> Well, Jamal, this was this was a lot of fun. Uh man, I, I I definitely want to do this this kind of podcast episode again because you know, sixty four sixty four egos, sixty four names all get thrown into a hat. We've had some very incredible pairings, very incredible tag team match scenarios throughout, and something that could easily be repeated because you never know what kind of tag teams you'll get from all this. So uh I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I have today. No, yeah, it's, it's been a really good time. I enjoyed this. I mean, I didn't exactly know what I was walking into at first, though. But again, like I said, I'm always down for a challenge. Always ready to, you know, talk a little bit of some pro wrestling. So there you go. Shout out. Definitely, definitely had a good time. Yeah, shout out again to Mongo from Cruising with Kayfabe. We're immediately saying you should have Jamal on for that episode because, as we've seen, I will say Mongo had the right suggestion there. So, well, I appreciate Mongo if you're listening, man. I appreciate, it, brother. So absolutely. Well, this was uh <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where I don't know if I, how well I could actually explain it to people, but obviously listening through the episode, I think people were able to understand what was going on fairly quick. But it was it was insane, it was fun, it was insanely fun. All right. Good time, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. Absolutely. And Jamal, have a have a blast in London. I'm I'm so happy for you on that. So excited for you for that opportunity. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a good time, man. Looking forward to it. I'm going to scratch a few things off my bucket list because um, one thing I always wanted to do, I always wanted to go to the UK to even check out some indie wrestling. So I'm 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 going to be able to do that. So I get there Friday, the 25th of August. Get there on that Friday. Uh, Jericho's got his Fozzie show in town. I'm going to that. Catch up with a few Ragers there. I'm going to check out the Harry Potter Museum slash studio tour because people that know me know I'm a Harry Potter mark. Um, definitely going to see that. And then um, Rev Pro Wrestling in the uh, UK. Will Ospreay is on the card. And he's going to be wrestling. And going to check that out that Saturday. And then, of course, we got the main event of uh, All In that Sunday. And it's, it's going to be crazy, man. All right. Well, have a fantastic trip. I'm sure I'll talk to you again between now and then a few times, but I digress. And, of course, thank you so much for coming on to this week's episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast and doing this crazy tournament with me. Absolutely, man. Always a great time talking to you. Absolutely. This is another episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast, the Forbidden Door Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament 
with special guest Jamal Gary. I'm your host, Johnny Cadillac. And until next time, we will see you then. Have a good day, everyone.